Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are continuing our examination of the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, primary means by which he taught, particularly those who are outside of the followers as disciples. We're in Matthew 18, and uh, we finally reached the part that's actually the parable part of this. We've spent the last previous episode, several of them, as a matter of fact, looking at the context of this entire chapter, plus the cross-references related to it from other Gospels, because you have to see what's going on, right? If you don't have the context of it, you're going to be very confused about things. So here's Matthew 18, verse 10 says this. Jesus is speaking. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that their angels in heaven continually see the face of my Father who is in heaven. Now that's an interesting verse. We've talked a little bit about it a couple episodes back. <clears throat> But he's telling this, don't despise the little ones. Remember, Jesus had taken a little one to his side, and he said, unless you become like one of these, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, what all does that mean? Does that mean that I have to physiologically revert to childhood? No, it means you have to come as a child, that you come in faith, you come as belief, in belief. You believe as a child. A child will believe what you tell them, okay, particularly a younger one. But you come. In sincerity, you come without pretense, without an agenda, without this thing of, well, yeah, I believe, but let me lay out my uh, what I want to do in this right here, and then you do what you want to do, God. No, none of that. You come in full faith and full belief as a child. Verse 11, he then says, For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. And then he moves into a parable. He asks an idea. Now, Jesus doesn't say, now, let me tell you a parable. No, he's just talking. The very next verse, verse 12, he says, what do you think? So he's asking him a question. What do you think? If any man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go and search for the one that is straying? If it turns out that he finds it, Truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 which have not gone astray. So then, it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones perish. And so we have here what was often called the parable of the lost sheep. Okay, The parable of the lost sheep. So what's Jesus saying? He's saying this, hey, if you've got 100 sheep, and 99 of them are up here on the mountains, and they're grazing, they're going back doing that sheep stuff, but you've got one that's lost. Will you not leave those 99 and go out and search for the one that is straying? Well, the, the answer to the question is, well, yeah, sure you would. You'd go out to find that one. And he says, it turns out that if you find it, you would rejoice. And he says, so it is with God. And then this, this is really important for us to understand some things about God and about the Lord Jesus Christ and who they are and what they did for us. Okay? He says, It's not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. 
Well, again, that comes to the question of who are the little ones? Is he speaking, you know, particularly about these children right here? Is he speaking about uh, mankind as a whole? Is he saying that it's not the desire of the uh, Lord Jesus Christ, of the Father, it's not the desire of the Father, that any of these would die? Uh, That's some questions that have been asked for 2,000 years. I'm not going to get into the details of the arguments or even the answer, but I want to make us aware of what's being said right here, that it is not the desire for any of the, the little ones to die. Is it looking at a universal type of thing for all mankind? Or is it looking at the, uh, the type of thing, the little ones being those who believe? It's not the will for those to die who have believed. Now, let me jump over to Luke 15, which is a parallel passage about this. First verse says this. Now, all the tax collectors and the sinners were coming near him to listen to him. But the Pharisees and the scribes began to grumble, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So Jesus told them this parable, saying, What man among you, if he has a hundred sheep and has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open pasture and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who have no need repentance or who need no repentance. So again, what's Jesus saying? He's saying the idea is that you will go out for that one who's lost. Heaven rejoices when the one is lost and notice who it is and talks about a man with his hundred sheep right comes home and he gathers his friends and says rejoice me for i found my sheep in the same way heaven rejoices over one sinner who repents jesus actually gives us the interpretation and ties it in it's not that heaven's rejoicing over one person who believes you know you might think that over matthew now the sinner will have to believe that's the picture that's being painted here but it's showing us that we go after the ones who are lost, that are truly lost. They're sinners. But now the sinner repents. How do you repent? You believe. <laughs> More joy over that than the 99 righteous. Because the 99 righteous are great. They're righteous. Yeah, but there's one who sinned that's gone astray. And the Lord says, you go after that one who has sinned and that has gone astray. In the same way, Father goes after us, does he not? Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.